0: It is thursday may 19th welcome to the on deck podcast presented by line star i'm shannon somerville here with tyler weeman about to break down a short slate today it's a mini one just a mini slate little guy it's still plenty to get to we'll also get to your home run calls and prop bets for the day First things first, though, so we got some stories. We got to fill this show because we don't have a lot I, of games. So there are some good ones.
1: There are some good ones. We had Davies yesterday.
0: Davies had some drama yesterday. Of course, the the update on that situation Karma was bug hit. Karma got him. Mm-hmm. The baseball gods delivered justice yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: after he had ghosted his wife for... For a year. For a year. A year, um he got lit up by the dodgers yesterday so you know sometimes karma will get you that's why you have to treat everyone nicely don't ghost them keep things cordial people Mm -hmm. all right so the first story camden yards do you remember a few weeks ago when the rangers manager was trashing yankee stadium saying it was a little league park Mm -hmm. well the yankees have something to say about camden yards also, everyone has something to say about Camden Yards because this is a legitimate complaint. So as we've been telling you all season long, watch out. Camden Yards is not the hitter's mm-hmm. park it used to be. They moved the fences back. They added a 13-foot wall in the left field. So it's not as hitter-friendly as it used to be in the past. So Aaron Judge hit, a, hit I think, on Tuesday night that would have been a home run mm-hmm. in 29 other ballparks. So after the game, both Aaron Boone and Aaron Judge were asked about it, and they just said, basically, it was a travesty, what they've done to Camden Yards. (laughs) But actually, even Baltimore Orioles' Trey Mancini weighed in recently, last night, I believe, and he says, Mm -hmm. nobody likes it. No hitters like it, myself included. I mean, why do you got to mess with things?
1: Yeah, and I mean, it's a bummer, too, because on a DFS side, like Camden was always such a fun place to target because – there would be a lot of home runs, and you know that's kind of gone now.
0: From a fan perspective, mm-hmm. would you rather go and watch players hitting home runs? I or, want more home right? runs.
1: I want more offense. I mean, like I I love no, a good pitcher. Yeah, duel. we love that. Don't get me wrong, but uh,
0: it just gets the people all going. In all.
1: Yeah, and we uh, yeah. we like offense.
0: We do so. -hmm. Can we maybe fix this, Camden Yards?
1: And I mean, chicks dig the long ball. Chicks (laughs) dig the long
0: ball. There you go. So another thing to make note of is I did a park factors video. We're editing it right now. Mm -hmm. Another factor just to keep in mind, whenever you're playing Daily Fantasy, of course, is where they're playing. So we'll Mm -hmm. have a video on all of the ballparks and everything you need to know about all of the ballparks. That's coming out soon. Another Yankees-related story. I promise I was objective Weird, in picking huh? the stories. Weird. So this is a crazy one. Yankees cut prospect <laughs> accused sorry. of stealing from teammates. That was the headline. <laughs>
1: yeah. It
0: immediately grabbed my attention.
1: Yeah, clickbait
0: 24-year-old outfielder Jake Sanford was cut from the organization last Thursday after it was revealed the former third-rounder, mind mm-hmm. you, was allegedly stealing equipment from his teammates in order to sell it. NJ.com reported that Sanford rep- repeatedly hounded his teammates for bats, and gloves, equipment. A source said Sanford accepted money from prospective buyers and I believe how he got caught was that he never delivered the items to the buyers hmm. so then they got upset and you know things went from there. I'm sure the players started noticing that things of theirs went missing.
1: For sure. I mean, it's tough times in the minors, and, uh, <laughs> yes, you know, you got to make some money Listen somehow. to this,
0: though. Sanford was drafted 2019, received a yeah. signing bonus of over $597,000. Mm-hmm. Not sure what was going on there.
1: Which he probably burnt right away. I guess so.
0: <laughs> so he's he – I guess mean, he was pretty hard up for some money just – Slinging some gloves on the side. I mean,
1: what are you gonna do if you're like twenty years old and just get a check for six hundred k?
0: Yes, I mean I mean <laughs> maybe save it, invest it. I,
1: I mean, I would, but not everybody.
0: <laughs> so my other the other thought I had was, did this issue come up in kangaroo court before it came out? Like you know how the the clubhouse often has those little kangaroo court meetings where they bring every you know their grievances forward and that's my biggest question is was this ever addressed within it had your, to be right it had to be and so yeah the yankees this is actually not the first time this has happened with the Yankees. Ruben Rivera, once a prize prospect, cousin of Mariano Rivera, was released by the Yankees during spring training in 2002 for stealing Derek Jeter's glove and bat and reportedly selling them.
1: At least he did something valuable. Not a I bunch mean, of minor league was players. Derek Jeter's club, yeah. right? I mean,
0: <laughs> can't blame him for that. Um. Uh, so, anyways, interesting stories out there, but. We digress. We move on mm-hmm. to today's slate. It's
1: a <laughs> short are, one.
0: How are you going to steal Derek Jeter's glove? Like, he's not going to notice. He's the captain. Come on. He knows everything that goes on. Anyways. I'll get to our slate. How about? All right. <laughs> Let's move along. All right. High-owned pitchers for today. We'll take a look at Astros lefty yes. Framber Valdez versus the Rangers. He's 42% owned on both sites. Now, we're just looking at basically the night slate mm-hmm. for these 293 ERA, 230 opponent average, last outing, one earned run on seven hits, two walks, six Ks in seven and two-thirds versus the Nationals. That was his deepest outing to date. Rangers, as we know, a little anemic at the plate. So what Mm -hmm. are you seeing from Valdez today? Is he worth the ownership value that he's getting?
1: Uh, Well, his price isn't too high, so that's what's really driving the ownership. Uh, But he's been solid all year, 3.3 fit, like 19% K rate. So the K rate may be a little low for his ownership. And then uh, Texas is actually pretty good against lefties. They are like a top 10 offense versus lefties, strikeout 21.7%. The one thing I would like to add, though, is Texas is actually hitting Valdez pretty well. In 62 plate attempts, they're hitting 280 against him. Uh, So that is one thing to think about is, you know, If you are following the ownership with Valdez, Texas has done all right with him.
0: All right. One other thing I read about with Valdez, Fangraphs did an article about the season he's having, and he's Mm -hmm. a ground ball machine, okay? Ground ball rate, Mm -hmm. 69.2. He's allowed just eight fly balls this season. Just for context, the MLB average for ground ball rate is usually around 42%.
1: Yeah, that's sixty-nine percent. Is probably going to come down a little bit. I think.
0: You think so? Yeah. That's crazy. I don't think that's
1: sustainable.
0: Well, yeah, I guess. I guess you're going to allow a little bit more fly balls than that. That's crazy, though. It, Those it is. Those infielders are getting getting a workout. Absolutely. Man. So, just an interesting note there. Let's move along to D-backs ready Zach mm-hmm. Gallon versus the Cubs. Forty-two percent owned on DraftKings, thirty-three percent on FanDuel. He's been good. 105 been ERA, mm-hmm. 150 opponent average. Hasn't given up more than two runs in a game this season. Last outing, just one run on two hits mm-hmm. in six innings pitched. Season high, nine, nine strikeouts against the Cubs. That was five days ago. So he's yep. seeing him again. He's our top projected pitcher for Line Star today.
1: Yeah. You and like he climb? should be. Yeah. I, he should be the highest owned pitcher today, I mm-hmm. think. Um, he's coming a little bit under Valdez. Probably due to salary, mm. but uh, he's been absolutely great. Like you said, 2.22 right. FIP, 29% strikeout over the last five. His stat cast data looks great. And the Cubs, versus righties have been pretty average, and they have the highest strikeout percentage versus righties at 25.6. Oh, wow. So, there is some upside here, even though he is the most expensive pitcher.
0: Definitely some upside with that strikeout numbers, and also the Cubs have the second lowest batting average in the month of May, so they have not been hitting the ball well.
1: Yeah, and the other thing is I could see that uh, his ownership actually come down a little bit just because of the conditions in Wrigley. Oh, yeah, wind blowing out, right? Yeah, wind blowing out almost 80 degrees the ball will tend to fly a little bit more especially in wrigley there
0: so ownership that he's the got the talent of a top owned pitcher for yeah. sure conditions I, there though could be slightly hitter yes favorable and
1: i mean he's been a legitimate yeah. like ace yeah. this season so good and he's a good pitcher
0: another good pitcher Cubs righty, Marcus Stroman, Mm -hmm. going up against the D-backs today, 38% owned on DraftKings, 14% on FanDuel, activated off the COVID list, last pitched on May 1st, and he threw his best game of the season before being scratched. He had a 240 opponent average, so he was doing pretty well um, in his last start before going on the COVID list, but now he's back. Yes. Thank goodness for the Cubs. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They Uh, need him.
1: They, they do. And he's going against Arizona, who we've been picking on all season. Right. Bottom 10 uh, offense versus righties. 25.5% K rate. Just under the Cubs. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> and Stroman hasn't been that great to start this season, but he has faced Milwaukee twice. He faced Colorado in Colorado, Tampa Bay, yeah. Atlanta. Okay. It's not like he hasn't faced, you know, he's faced good teams. Um, over the last 20 games, his 3.59 FIP and 22% uh, K rate totally make him a viable, viable option.
0: Yeah. I've always really liked Marcus Stroman over the, over the years. He can be filthy at times, like absolutely oh, filthy. Yeah. He's if if got, his stuff is working, yeah. he is it's, insane. It's nasty. Yeah. All right. Let's take a look at some lower-owned mm-hmm. pitchers. We'll start with Mariners righty, George Kirby. This is one of the best pitching prospects Mm -hmm. in baseball going up against the Red Sox today, 29% owned on DraftKings, just 3% on FanDuel. This is the 20th overall pick in the 2018 draft, huge ceiling for him. Mm. Mariners brass has called him a robo pitcher just because of his excellent control. Mm -hmm. Now we've only seen him two times in the majors. His debut, he held the race scoreless through six with seven strikeouts. His last start, not nearly as impressive. One earned run off three hits, just one strikeout in mm-hmm. four innings pitch. So where do you think he comes in at tonight against the Red Sox, who actually have been pretty good Yeah, the,
1: the Red Sox have been really good lately. They have also limited strikeouts, uh, which will affect Kirby's upside act, uh totally. But uh, Kirby and the minors has had like an over 30% K rate. So far through his first two starts, mm-hmm. it's at like 20%, largely because of that last game. But he did still pitch great. Um, I would expect that 20% number to come up more like 25-plus-ish mm-hmm. would be my uh, guess. But he has a 1.77 fifth through two starts, which is elite. It's a small sample size, but in, in the minors, he was a career 2.3 ERA in the minors. Uh, so I like him. He's gonna get you a little bit different. Boston is average versus righties and the one thing though is like you said, they've been they have been hot lately.
0: Right, so. yeah. Red Sox twenty first in OPS for the season. Yeah. But then in May, they're up in the top ten now. Yeah. For a lot of these batting categories. And
1: like, I mean we knew that was gonna happen. Right. It was just a yeah. matter of time till they kinda start getting rolling and maybe a little warmer temperatures in Boston yeah. too has something to do with it. Sure. Which, so today you, it's cold.
0: Yes, today it is chilly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so do you like George Kirby as a play today?
1: I do. I, yeah, I like it too. I, I think that especially on FanDuel with that 3% ownership number, yeah. he does give you the upside of a Gallon or Valdez, but at almost no ownership. Yeah, so. definitely.
0: All right. So a good option there. Red Sox mm-hmm. lefty Rich Hill going up against the Mariners. Now, okay, MLB.com has his nickname listed as "Field of Jeans, as in.
1: Yep, that's not it.
0: G E N E S. That's not it. Just gonna throw that out there. He's got a 2.89 ERA, 2.29 opponent average. Hey, he's had some solid starts. Not a high strikeout guy. Yep. But facing a team today in the Mariners, who are 22nd in OPS, 22nd in average. They're they're not a bad offense by any means, but you know. Totally. Going up. Good old thing. Dick Mountain yeah,
1: is his real nickname. That's
0: not his MLB.com nickname, but yeah. you know, that's what his teammates go by, I think.
1: What do I you mean, got for
0: him today? What do you got for the mountain man?
1: When, when Dick Mountain's <laughs> on the slate, you got to talk about him. Uh, he has a fit before. His price is super low. It's not a play I'd be looking at at FanDuel, but on DraftKings, it's interesting. So fit before, 20% K rate. Uh, he's going to allow you to pay up with, to get gallon and then also pay up with some decent hitcher, de- decent hitters. Mm-hmm. Seattle is good versus lefties, but they also strike out 22%. So there is a little bit of upside at that 6,500 price. Uh, the one thing though, is that in the past Seattle has hit him. All right. 39 plate attempts. They're hitting 297. So uh, if you're going to use him, I wouldn't go crazy, but, uh, He's a nice little play, and you get Where's to root the game for Dick Mountain all day. I was just going to
0: try to look that up to see if that was in Seattle.
1: Uh, it is in Boston. In Boston. That's yes. right.
0: We just talked about how cold it was there. Yeah. So – And that's the so, other thing. Yeah, that's – yeah.
1: There's the weather factors going in his, in his way there. All
0: right. So, so some good plays there for pitchers. Mm-hmm. So tonight, looking at stacking options mm-hmm. – I mean we just talked about all the pitchers except we didn't talk about Rangers right <laughs> e, Glenn guy. Otto. Basically every pitcher but him for a good reason.
1: And I mean we're going to have to talk about him here a little bit so we literally are talking so about So here every we go. We're t- now
0: we'll talk about him yeah. in terms of stacking against him because yes. he's got a 6.38 ERA. Otto was roughed up in his last outing giving up eight earned mm-hmm. runs including two homers and four innings of work hasn't gone past 5 innings. Giving up a 294 average in May. Righty slugging him at a 524 rate. Lowest projection among pitchers for the slate on star, For good reason, I think. Astros mm-hmm. are one of the top sacks.
1: Yeah, I mean, Astros look great. Glenn Otto's by far the worst pitcher on the slate. Uh, his FIP is around six. He's giving up two home runs per nine. And not only that, even if you get him out of the game early, you have the Texas bullpen, which is terrible. So, it makes sense for people wanting to go Houston and stack them up.
0: I mean, they've got some hitters. They sure do. So, I'm sure everyone's going to kind of go that way. So, what about the Cubs, though, going up against D-backs Gallant? Now, we just talked about how he's a good pitcher, so it's tough.
1: This one's weird to me. I'm surprised that there's two things that surprise me. One, the Cubs have a 4.8 implied total. Okay. Which is the highest on the slate. That's the highest? Yes. But they're going against Gallon. Right. Um, so, personally, for me, this is a point where I would probably be trying to get off the Cubs offense a little bit. Um, also, with Gallon being a higher-owned pitcher and the Cubs being a higher-owned stack, like I also expect ownership to move a lot throughout the uh, afternoon. So, make sure you're kind of paying attention to yeah. it. Yeah. But um great hitting weather in, in Wrigley. Huge like we factor. said. Yeah, yeah, especially in Wrigley. Wrigley is one of the stadiums that really gets affected by weather. And if it's warm, wind's blowing out, the ball really does fly.
0: Yeah, you heard Anthony Rizzo when the, he said about Wrigley when he was going back there for I think one of the first times. He was like, yeah. All I remember is the wind blowing out at Wrigley. It's just a great feeling yeah. as a hitter.
1: I it totally. And and that that's the thing. So Gallon has been solid. If ownership stays high in the Cubs, I would probably look elsewhere.
0: Yeah,
1: but it's risky. Although
0: I always it's his. risky. You know I love a say Suzuki play.
1: Yep, I know you do.
0: Love him. All right, let's take a look at some yes. low owned for today: Texas Rangers versus Frambert Valdez coming off a walk off win though, mm-hmm. so they might be feeling a little momentum they at could their be. backs. They what could do you be. think?
1: I like it. Uh, you like this play. It's a leverage play. So Framber is coming in at the highest okay. owned pitcher. Texas can hit lefties well though, and they've had uh, success versus Framber mm-hmm. before. So for me, it's a total leverage spot that yeah. I I see, and you know I wouldn't mind exploiting. Definitely with how Texas hits lefties as well.
0: Then we got Seattle going up against Red Sox. Rich Hill is another leverage play situation. Or are we? What are we doing here?
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say it's leverage because Rich Hill isn't that high-owned. However, Seattle's not getting that much uh, ownership. Rich Hill is a decent pitcher, but he can get hit, and he allows yeah. a lot of contact. So if those balls aren't falling in, or if they're falling into the gaps, yeah. you know, teams can really kind of get on top of him. The other thing is Winker is finally starting to hit well, and that could change that whole offense. He's their best hitter while well, – Him or Ty France. Um, Suarez has been hitting great. Julio Rodriguez is amazing. And the other thing is the Boston bullpen just isn't that good. Mm -hmm. And so if they're able to get Rich Hill out early, which he's only made it past five innings twice this year. uh, One was he pitched five innings. The other one is he went six. Yeah uh
0: that's a good point sometimes i always forget to kind of think about okay their bullpen because this guy might not last
1: yeah and i mean boston's bullpen has been awful it's yeah almost as bad as texas or cincinnati so Hmm. i i could see i could see that play happening and these small slates are ones you really need to kind of think about the bullpen
0: yeah totally all right so some great plays there remember Mm-hmm. You can optimize your lineup by using Linestar. You can go to the linestarapp.com, download the Linestar app. We've got a brand new website. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Updated uh, ownership, all sorts of stuff on there to help mm-hmm. you. It's where Tyler and I look for all our home run calls, our prop bets as your well. So daily you matchup You don't tool. just have to be a daily fantasy player to use it, folks. Yes. That's my little plug for that. It's awesome, though. So check yes. it out. Now we move along to our home mm-hmm. run calls for today... Where are you headed for today? Short slate. Not a lot of guys to choose from tonight. I
1: got a little bit of a weird one today. It is. We are going to Wrigley. It's almost 80 degrees. Wind is blowing out. And we're going to Alec Thomas. So he's hitting 360 with a 360 ISO versus righties. Strowman is allowing 42% hard contact. And with that weather, I want to go there. One thing I would like to throw out is his own home run prop is at plus eight seventy on FanDuel. That's
0: so, great
1: value. Yeah, so I might have to sprinkle that one yeah. in there today.
0: Hey, welcome, welcome to the home run call segment, Alec Thomas. We have not <laughs> yes. used him this season. Nope. You know who we have used though? We Jordan have Jordan Alvarez. I got to go to him today. Come through. For Astros us. lefty bet going up against Rangers righty Glenn Otto. 308 ice overs, right handed pitching. He's got one of the highest exit velocities in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, one of your home run leaders this season. He's just been awesome. So against a guy like Otto, I've got to back the bet of Alvarez today for a home run call. I think Astros. Could get to auto in I, a big way today.
1: I think they should. And He's, if not, the Texas bullpen will give it up. Exactly. So. <laughs> there
0: you go. He doesn't have 800 odds. but So no. I like your Alec Thomas play for yeah. in terms of putting money down on a home run call. So those are your home run calls for today. Remember, you can follow along with us and retweet us on Twitter. If you want to win a prize, if one of our guys hits a home run, you win as well. So keep an eye on that as well. Now it's time for our Prop Bets of the Day. Where are you headed for your prop bet today?
1: I am going to Wrigley. Staying in Wrigley. Going with Arizona.
0: Loving that wind blowing at Zach it, Wrigley. Zach
1: Gallen at over 5.5 Ks at minus 128. Oh, we're going. Gallen has 27% K rate. The Cubs have the highest K rate uh, in the league versus righties at 25.6. Gallen's also hit this in most of his starts. So we're going.
0: I mean, he's been awesome.
1: He has been, and he's going to do it again.
0: All right. Let's go with a hitter prop here. Jose Altuve, over one and a half bases. That's a plus 115, and Altuve's actually done better against righties this season. 264 average. You know, that's not a great number that doesn't Mm. scream at you, take this bet. But what does is that the fact that he's been heating up 316 in the month of May, and he's hit this mark, this one and a half bases mark in Four of the last five games, Glenn Otto, we've talked about how this righty is giving up a 8.57 OPS to righty bats this season. So if anyone's going to get to him, you know it's going to be Jose Altuve. He's going to hit that over one and a half bases plus 115. Those are your prop bets for the day just one weather note for today mm-hmm. and one we've been highlighting all show so you already for know about reason. it but diamondbacks at chicago 78 degrees mm-hmm. winds out to left 10 to 15 miles an hour at wrigley so great for hitters maybe not so much for pitchers but Gallon's pretty good yep. if anyone can handle it it's him all right, that'll do it for us today. Remember to check out Linestar, linestarapp.com. Follow us on Twitter. And if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to hit like and subscribe to keep up with all our videos, including the Park Factor one that's coming up where we will talk more mm-hmm. about uh, Camden Yards. That's Camden
1: Yards, Wrigley, all, all of, of them. them.
0: Yep. And all the Park Factor's there. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good thirsty Thursday, folks.
1: Have a good one. Bye.